Okay, whenever you're ready. It's recording. It's recording. Okay. Welcome to 101 with Lauren and Marie. No, oh, after 101. Sorry. I know, I know. I call myself. Okay, ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boy, it's been a hot minute. Okay. Welcome to After 101 with Lauren and Marie. Hi, Lauren. Hello, Marie. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, Happy New Year to everybody and, and belated holidays. Happy holidays. It has been a hot minute since we've recorded, so it's it has exciting been. to be back in the saddle. Definitely. So, Lauren, tell everybody a little bit about what's happened to you the last few months. Oh, my gosh. Where do I even start? Um Georgie, Georgie, the Bernadoodle strikes again, strikes again. <laughs> uh, bless her little heart. I was watching a television show and I got up. It was it was nighttime. It was a little dark. She's a, a black dog. Didn't see her. Long story short, tripped over her, broke my elbow, was in the emergency room and then uh, cut to now. Six weeks later, I am finally out of the brace and in physical therapy, but that was a real fun thing to have happen right before Thanksgiving, and we were traveling to LA to visit my sister in Redondo. So uh, yeah, that was that was that was a lot of fun. That was a good time. <laughs> not. <laughs> it was no, not a good time. Not a good time. So yeah, so I been deal I've been dealing with that I haven't broken a bone since kindergarten so it was, needless to say it was uh quite a shock quite a shock <laughs> quite a shock for sure <laughs> oh well gosh. I'm glad that you're on the mend now and Definitely. you know it was a crazy it, it was crazy since our last podcast because we both traveled a lot we did and you broke your elbow so that <laughs> Just, see, see we can laugh about off. it. We can laugh about it now. But before <laughs> when it happened, it was not so laughable. <laughs> not funny, but oh well. <laughs> well, well, you you had your hands full because uh Jacob graduated early, right? So you had to go yeah. get him and you got a Disney trip in there somewhere. So you've been a busy bee. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we went back to my hometown uh twice this fall. And the last time we were there, so we were there in September, which I think we had taped since then. And then we went back in November for his last family weekend at Syracuse University for Newhouse. And the exciting thing about that trip was that we got to see him actually do his show because he's he was the executive producer of that live show. All right. It was at midnight. So we drove an hour and a half to get there to watch it. But Ooh. Stella, Paul, and I got to see the station, got to meet everybody. I had made um, cookies for the for the, all the staff. There was like twenty of kids there, you and did. you know, of course, it was <laughs> like you know, college starving college students. They were like, "Woo, free cookies!" Yeah, right. <laughs> college kids and free and then, cookies. Yes, please. I know, I know, and um, we were just so impressed by everybody on the staff, and it was so fun to watch Jacob and yeah, and it was very cute because I'm not sure if I've said this on the podcast before, but. Jacob has been in this role for over a year mm -hmm. and he, he does this thing where he sends me, you know, his show. And while it's live, I would give him notes, not knowing that he was sharing those notes with his staff. And I was like, mm -hmm. what? <laughs> 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 they were just for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I 
guess it became a thing. And so when we went there, they were like, oh, Mrs. Bernardini's here. Do you have any notes? And it's like, it's just been a thing. They like love it, apparently. Oh, that's so sweet. So we, yeah, Paul and I um, gave notes and we were very impressed by everybody. And they yeah. were so sweet. And then his last show, he FaceTimed me in at the end. And I gave my very last notes via Beth. FaceTime and I knew all the characters that were on the show that day so I of course I knew the production team because that never changes but I knew all the talent I had seen them at some point and a couple of them we met when we were there so it was fun to actually see everybody and uh so yes he graduated he now has to find a job and figure out what he's doing next yeah so adulting adulting yes now he'll be adulting yeah yeah and you know everybody else yeah, everybody else is, you know, clicking on all cylinders. And we took Bella to Disney. Uh, it was the first time we went on a trip with just her and not the boys. And it was very fun, and we had a great time. Yeah. But it was also a little weird. Well, yeah. <laughs> it I mean, you're, it's weird. like you got some missing links, you know? It's always strange when you got some family members missing. It was strange. And there were a lot of times we were walking around, we are like, oh, you know, reminiscing of when the boys were there. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I will tell you, having one child and traveling compared to having three, what a cost! That's so cost efficient. I was like, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh. <laughs> I yeah yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So there was that. Oh, so that's amazing. <laughs> we well, had a great, yeah, we had a great time. But good. it was fun. I love that. I love. All right. That. So let's talk about our year end yeah. and let's also talk about the SAG strike because we did talk about the writer's strike and what they got, but we never got to talk mm-hmm. about the actors because so much has happened in our personal lives. So we couldn't sure. seem to get, it, get on, you know, to uh, record our podcast. So yeah. why don't we talk no, about our been... year end review about how our, our, you know, all the things that have great things have happened. I would love to. So, I mean, let's just, first of all, shout out to all the amazing guests that we had on this year. Um, You know, fabulous casting director, Amber Horn, Reagan Wallace-Mendez from Coast to Coast, Craig Holtzberg from Avalon Artist, Lindsay Goldapp from Stomping Ground Theater, Lilla Crawford, who is an amazing, you know, working actress, but also uh, teaches for us here at the studio. And of course, uh, the lovely Vincent Martella, voice of Phineas, uh, Phineas and Ferb, who uh, gave a really great, you know, interview about his voiceover career. And Cheyenne from Cheyenne Photography came on with us and had some great things to say about, you know, headshots and what actors should expect. And, you know, like I said, I'm just so thankful that these that these great people were able to come on with us and share their knowledge. And, you know, hopefully we'll have them on again soon and, and get some other fantastic guests in the new year. Um, you know, we always want to make sure we're we're getting some good information out there. So shout out to those guys. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show with yes. us. Thank you. Thank you. It was such a pleasure. And it was not only great information, but just they're just great people. Yeah. All of them, just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful humans. So, uh, so thank you guys for for being here with us. And then, um, Marie, I'm going to let you uh, go ahead and just sort of do a rundown of what's happened with the actor strike, sort of where we've landed with the negotiations, and sort of what we can expect now moving into the new year. Um, you know, moving forward with the productions that are all hopefully coming back and, you know, coming back with a vengeance. We're going to hopefully be fast and furious with these auditions and these productions and get, get that ball rolling again. 
Absolutely. Well, these are the main things because obviously there's a lot mm-hmm. that are like these nitty gritty details. We're not going to talk about those, but we're going to talk about the things that people are, are most excited about. And um, here they are. So sure. one of the big ones was a 7% increase in general wages, which is effective immediately. And then in 2024, there'll be another 4% increase. And in 2025, a 3.5 increase. So that's to help combat all the inflation. So that's yeah, good. That's for everybody. great. That's great. They, yeah, they also did an AI um, guardrail, which, okay, so this is, this is tricky because everybody has a different thought about this, but I'll mm-hmm. just tell you what they have to do. Okay. Um, studios must get actors informed consent before using any digital replica for actors, either A-list or background. Um, so it's something that will be negotiated in your contract. Um, that's my understanding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where that leads, I don't know. I know that SAG was never saying that they weren't going to work with AI and that there weren't going to be replicas. They knew that that was going to happen. I don't think that was ever something that they were planning on stopping. But this at least is supposed to be the first step in um, protecting actors and getting their consent. So I guess we'll just have to wait that one out and see how that plays out. Mm -hmm. The other big piece was the streaming participation bonus. So it's based on a success payment. Um, it's the total number of domestic streaming hours for the first 90 days. Okay. Uh, it's all about how many views, and it's divided up by numbers uh, of the results of, like, what, um, how many viewers there are that watch it, and then how many viewers they actually have that are part of the app. And then they divide these numbers and figure it out. And if it's more than 0.2%, then a bonus is paid. of that bonus will go to the performer and then 25% will go into like the streaming. um, From what I understand, it's like a, uh, like a savings account for the streaming platform that'll go to other actors from all different projects. I think that's how it works. Interesting. Uh, 100%. But I'm pretty sure that's how it (laughs) it goes down. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then the next thing would be talking about streaming surfaces services is you know how they didn't want any disclosure and they never wanted to put their numbers out there yeah nobody talks about that right well now there's a uh, a disclosure of viewership for the u.s and canada which they have to give um each quarter now will that be open to the public probably not i think that only goes to certain sag members i think it goes to officers of sag or something like that but they will have that information Got it. So that's a step. That's a step in the right direction. Um, there's also a minimum number of actors that will be for background. And on the West Coast for TV shows, it has to be between 22 and 25. And for um, films, it's between 57 and 85. Okay. So I'm assuming that means they have to have 20, at least on a TV show, 22 background actors. Maybe they didn't before. I don't really know. Do you know? You know, honestly, on previous projects I've worked on, it's, it's the numbers have always fluctuated. So that's really interesting that they're, they're maintaining now a certain number of, of actors that need to be employed per episode for the background. So um, yeah, that's, that's news to me. It's interesting, you know, if productions even need that many background extras, but I guess, you know, it's just to ensure more employment is kind of what I'm gathering from that. So um, from that aspect, I think that's great. Um, 
but you know, again, I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure, you know, how that's going to work, but if, if, if it is in fact, you know, helping just the employment rate, I think that's great. Yep. Agreed. Also, there's an increase of relocation bonuses for a maximum of $5,000 a month for up to six months. Which wow. Is a 200% that's nice. Increase. That now, is that, a big deal. Course, yeah. Yeah. Now all, also when we keep this in mind, everybody, that is something that is negotiated by your managers and your agents. So, you know what I mean? You doesn't right. mean you're automatically going to get 5K. That's the maximum you can get. Sure. So it's going to depend on the project. I just want to make sure that's clear because people are going to be like, oh, I automatically get that. No, you may not. <laughs> but it can go up to that. <laughs> it probably depends on many, many factors. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> but it, at least there's an increase going on. Exactly. Also, this is the this is the big one that we know that our actors are very interested in, um, and this is the self taping piece, which means yes. that if you're an adult, they have to give you the material 48 hours before a deadline, and if you're a minor, it's up to 72 hours. The maximum size they can give you for your self tape on the first round is eight, and if you get called back, it's up to 12. And they're saying you don't have to be memorized. Now, here's the interesting one, which, again, this is one of those things where some people love it, some people hate it. Right. Uh, you can do an in-person, either, I guess if you're in LA or uh, a Zoom, I think it's by Zoom option or something like that. Yeah. First come, first serve. Which, Lauren and I have talked about this many times. We're like, I, I don't understand this. I mean, we understand yeah, it, but we're like, we don't understand why they're I, doing it. I just, here's, here's my thought on this. So for those of you, just to kind of clarify a little bit further, um, that, you know, they're offering, casting directors are offering a, a Zoom, quote unquote, in-person audition um, for actors, or you have the option to self-tape. Now, here's the kind of conundrum that I'm in with this. Um, let's say, you know, for, so let me preface it by saying, there's only so many slots in this in-person Zoom audition time, right? And so basically when this link to the calendar to sign up for these in-person Zoom auditions with casting, there's limited spots. So let's say your agent or manager doesn't get the appointment to you, you know, maybe they're busy and the appointment comes in in the morning, but they're not able to get it out to you until later that afternoon. And Another actor's reps were able to get that appointment sent out right away in the morning. So they were able to click on that calendar and schedule that Zoom time with casting. Well, the actor that doesn't get the appointment till the afternoon may click on that link to sign up for that Zoom audition time and the spots might all be full. And so now they are not given the opportunity to read live for casting and are now having to self-tape. Um, I guess sort of where... I'm a little bit confused on how this is going to work is I think this is actually going to create more of an issue because some actors are going to then come back to their reps and say, Hey, you know, the slots are all full. I really feel like I do better in person. Um, you know, I really want to go live with the casting director over zoom. Um, can you call casting and get me an appointment? You know, I don't want to self tape, you know? And so now, you know, casting is going to get all these influx of phone calls from agents and managers saying, Hey, that's not cool. You know, my client wants to read with you. They don't want to tape, um, fit them in, you know? And so I kind of feel like this is going to create more work, uh, for everybody because there's going to be so many, 
things of, you know, this isn't fair that I didn't get to read in person where this other actor in my class got to read in person and they got a call back. And so now they're saying, you know, oh, because they got to read in person versus me taping that gave them a leg up, you know? So I don't know. I feel like there are so many different scenarios that can kind of create a little bit of a conflict with this idea. Um, so, I, you know, I think that's kind of where I stand with all of this. I don't know if you agree with that, Marie, but it's kind of where my head's at. I, yeah, I do agree with that. I have seen when this, when SAG, when the strike ended, Ethan got a couple of auditions and I did see this come through on those right. auditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's already started happening. I was like, oh, here, yeah, here it goes. And he opted to just do the self-tape anyway. Sure. But... But my first thought was, A, I do think it's a lot of work on the agents and the managers. I also think it's a lot of work on casting. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, here's the thing. Some actors are better at live and some actors are better right. via, you know, taping. But the other piece, and does it really give you a leg up? I don't know, because I had talked to a manager and she said that one or, she said the, when this was going through, they had a couple of people that went live and a few people that audition taped and the ones that audition taped actually got the callbacks and not the ones that went live. So yeah. is it, I don't know. Right. I don't know. I, think, I guess again, it's time will yeah. tell. Yeah. It's going it to depend it's, on the casting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also going to depend on some actors who think that they're better live and maybe they're not. I don't know. I mean, sure. there's so many factors. So I guess, yeah. So I guess, I guess the upshot is we're just going to have to see how this plays out going into the new year. And Hopefully, hopefully it will be smooth sailing. The proper number of actors that want to do in person on Zoom can do that. And the proper number who want to do tapes can do those. And hopefully it's all kumbaya. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens. I, I think we are going to have to wait and see what happens. But the other thing that I don't think anybody's really thought about is what if you have actors that are in a different time zone too that are even oh, seeing yeah. these things when they're coming through. And it's not to their fault. I mean, yeah. if you're in a different time zone, you could be completely sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, to be in the middle of the night. I mean, it's so and, true. And, you know, I don't know. I There's just so many scenarios. I see this as, ooh, I don't know. I wish they would have kept it just the same for everybody and keep everybody yeah. in the same playing field. But this is what the deal that we've, we've got. And we just have to go with it and see how, how it see goes. How it, do I it think it's going to hurt actors? Yeah. Do I think it's going to hurt actors that tape? I don't. So I wouldn't be worried if you're one of those actors that feels as though, hey, I'm going to miss out on that live. I think if you do a really good tape, it's not going to matter. I agree. I agree. Um, well, let's just see how it all shakes out in the new year, huh? <laughs> I guess we will. Yeah. So that those are the main points of what they got for the strike. Perfect. And then, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if people are aware, but right now Hollywood is shut down because it's a break. They should be starting up in the beginning of January. I think they're going to start up a little sooner I heard because of the strike yeah um usually I think they give a little bit more of a break in the very beginning of January but I'm not sure how much of, I don't think so um I think, so we'll I think everyone's what happens yeah I think everyone's eager to hit the ground running and and get this party started so um I think going into the new year it's gonna hopefully you know fingers crossed things are gonna start happening a lot quicker um you know when the new year starts so we'll see we'll see yeah we'll see because what people also have to understand is a lot of projects were put on hold. So those obviously yeah. will start back up, mm -hmm. but those have already been casted. 
Um, and there's a lot of scenarios that are going to go on because if you are casted already to one project, you may not be able to do another project, but that could open something up or certain projects aren't even going to go right now because they're just finishing up what they had. So I'm not, you know, or they have all these projects that they want to do. So there's like a plethora of different things that could be happening. It could be a really fast and furious season, or it could be a slow season. We just don't know how they're going to, how Hollywood's going to react. I don't think anybody really knows. So we're just Mm going to have to wait it out and hope for the best. Yep. So that is sort of where we're at everybody. Um, Is there anything else we need to add Marie? Yeah, we have to tell everybody what our New Year's resolution is. Oh, oh boy. What is yours? <laughs> you, you go first. You go first. <laughs> well, I have my own. If we want to share those, fine. But we have one for the podcast that we talked about. Yes, we that that? Is, yeah. yes. Let's let's share that because I really don't have a personal <laughs> one. I don't think I honestly, I never even thought about it. I'm I'm terrible. <laughs> Oh well, our podcast, our podcast, what is that? Lauren and I have decided that we are going to start doing video yes. for our podcast. Yes. Which is a big deal because honestly, if you don't know, Lauren and I, when we first started, we both hated our voices and we were, we were like, I hate my voice. I hate my voice. And then when we would edit, we were like, oh, I got to listen to my voice. And then when you listen to your voice over and over again, you're like, oh, maybe I don't hate my voice anymore. You just kind of get used to it. You just get used to it. And it's just like, it's not so bad. But video. not so bad. Yeah. So now we're like, oh, (laughs) wait, I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to be on camera. But you know what? As we were with their voice. I know. But you know what? (laughs) Everybody's been asking and everybody's been saying, suggesting we should, you know, do it. So New Year's resolution for Actor 101 is going to be, uh, we're going to have a video of the podcast. So we're very excited to bring that to everyone in 2024. And uh, so look forward to that, everybody. Yeah. And we have our wall ready to go. We've got our wall set up, ready to go. The uh, podcast room at the studio here at Young Actors House, ready to rock and roll. So, yeah, so it'll be exciting to see. And we're going to go on YouTube soon. So that'll be on there. That'll be new for the podcast as well. And we're hoping to bring on some fabulous guests for 2024 and more information as we move forward. So it's going to be an exciting year. And I just want to say thank you to all our listeners. We've gotten some great feedback. Yes, we are we really so grateful have. to you. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank, thank you, you, Lauren, for entertaining my wild idea of, hey, let's do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been fun. You you and I have entertained each other's wild ideas for many years now. So it's it's always fun. And I'm excited to continue this with you, Marie. <laughs> yes, it's, it's been quite a journey. And if it you has. don't know, Lauren and I, are on the phone together so we usually work together when we do our podcast so this is kind of weird because we it is can't weird. see each other i can't see her face but that's okay i know and we always but well, that's okay i know we always <laughs> and that's why we're kind of talking over each other because we can't see each other <laughs> and if you haven't noticed we both like to talk a lot yeah i don't <laughs> so think that's that. i don't think that's clear at all <laughs> just kidding i don't know <laughs> Anyway, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Have a fabulous New Year's uh, this evening. Uh, It's because we're recording here on New Year's Eve. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in the new year.
Absolutely. And don't forget to follow us on actor101 underscore on our Instagram. And then we'll tell you what's happening uh, in January of 2024 when we'll be dropping new episodes, who will be on, and all the good stuff, all the new good stuff that's coming. Yes. Looking forward. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.